you First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. That's okay. That that was an unusual energy that I brought there. I'm aware of that. It was kind of like when you're in the middle of saying something and you feel like you've said the wrong things, you just extend it out, hoping Mm. to find an exit. I'm Tom. (laughs) uh, Still Tom. Okay, fine. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm still there. No, I'm a bit under the weather today hence why my voice will be like an octave too low but i'm just unsure of everything including apparently my own name i think you sound well, there great. you go am i huskier smoky smoky i don't want to be like barbecuey brittle <laughs> like a biscotti that's exactly what i want to be have you by any chance seen the kind of first world solutions fix gone awry that was announced by doritos this week no Doritos aren't on my radar. They should per be. Per se. They am, are delicious. Am I missing out? No, because I don't think I'm going to buy Doritos again. Oh, okay. Because they think, well, the CEO of Doritos thought he found the first world solution. This is why you leave it to us, because in, in the wrong hands, it goes very wrong. It's a powerful tool. It is, absolutely. So the Doritos CEO claimed that they are wanting to make Doritos for her. <coughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> Doritos for her. No, go, go, please. I'm just wondering whether that's shape, texture. Like, do you make like a curvy well, chip? He or goes. Like... He goes on. He thinks that he loves the way that male customers of Doritos like to get every morsel of flavor out of the bag. They like to crunch as many as possible at once. They like to have the tasty dust all over their hands. They like to shake the bag down at the end just to get the crumbs out. He doesn't think women enjoy doing that. Of co- His exact quote, I believe, was, of course women don't want to do this. So he of wants course. to make a crunchless crisp. That That's is the a wo- potato. That, yeah. It's a wet potato is what he's invented. So hang on. The incredibly masculine branding for Doritos isn't the problem. It's the crunch of the chip that he claims is the reason that women don't go for it. So his fix is... Take get, the crunch out. Get rid of the crunch, but then keep it the same. So what you've got there is a bag full of floppy triangles you're going to try and yep. sell to women. It's just one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. Like, the language used is even worse. It was, uh, women don't like to crunch too loudly in public, and they don't lick their fingers generously, and they don't like to pour the little broken pieces and the flavour into their mouth. Bunch of fucking bitches. <laughs> it's just the thing that really frustrated me is not that women don't do that. It's clearly that he thinks women shouldn't do that. Shouldn't. Like, yeah, exactly. That you can replace it all the ill words becomes there. you. <laughs> exactly. So he has to make a floppy wet chip for them. So he's yeah, that's the thing. He's not trying to spread public awareness of it's okay to do these things, women. It's you aren't doing this, women, and you are right to not do this. Mm. Mm. But good allow, on you. Allow I'm me. on your side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing, and I like it. I'm a good guy. Like that. This is why <laughs> you come to us for the first world problems. You do not try and fix it yourself. If he had come to us and said, I don't think women are engaging enough with Doritos, we could turn back and say, yes, they are. They love them. Just, just, it's Mm. fine. You don't have to make a wet crisp. Just make more flavors. In your tiny chauvinist mind, (laughs) just make some more flavors that are pink. Are there any crisps that you can think of that are aggressively marketed towards women? Um... That's a very good point. Because I, I, like, in my naive little brain, I just kind of assume most marketing was either masculine or neutral for something like a crisp. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm trying I to think, think like, of anything. The closest I can think of are things like taste sensations from Walkers, like the kind of upmarket party crisp. Yeah. Because it's always a kind of middle-aged woman putting them in little bowls for her guests to mm. have at a dinner party. I think quavers are quite feminine. Is it because they're curved? Is it? Be- I, it's the curves, man. Those those <laughs> sweet potatoy <laughs> curves drive me crazy. I'm not saying. Which crisps do you think look like women? <laughs> we're, not, so we're, not asking, we're not asking which crisps you would fuck. No, okay, that's good. not the subject. However, if you had to if choose, you, if you had to choose Oscar, had, which crisp would you fuck? I'd fuck a skip. Because <laughs> they kind of like dresses. <laughs> not to mention the fizz factor. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's what I look for in a woman. <laughs> the fizz a nice skirt factor. and a fizz factor. Yeah. Oh, okay. good lord. If you had to fuck a crisp, Tom, which one would you fuck? <laughs> uh, a hula hoop. Oh, damn. <laughs> so obvious. Which flavour? Uh, well, the jumbo for a start, because otherwise yeah. I am fu- I'm really uh, losing, uh, fighting a losing battle there. I'm, I'm not talking logistics here. I'm trying to fuck a circle that doesn't have any holes in it. I'm just saying, <laughs> True. which flavour of hula hoop would you try and consummate? <laughs> 
Um, probably the one, probably Ready Salted, the one that will leave the less, like... Salt? That's a bad time. No, they've all got salt on, that's the thing, but it's then salt teamed with flavour that will never leave. Mm. So go on, Joel, we've both done this. Which crisp would you fuck? Now, the issue with a lot of crisps is texture. I'm kind of interested in these floppy triangles. <laughs> I'm interested in these wet crisps I've heard so much about. I mean, yeah. Wait, so you're saying that Doritos for her are now Doritos for him? Doritos her. <laughs> for him. For him. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they need to completely rename it inside. So rather than a Dorito, Dorita? Uh, okay. Dolito. Dolita. Lolita. No. No. What about Dorit her? Dorit her. Dorit. Well, so <laughs> it sounds like a verb. Dorito and then Dorit hyphen her. Yeah. Which is a bag of wet floppy triangles. <laughs> do hmm, do read her. I mean, do I, write her. Do write by do her. Do write by her. Marry that crisp. <laughs> that, marry that crisp. Is that the tagline? Make an honest crisp <laughs> of her. I kind of like the idea that the one marketed towards women would be like the compliment in shape. So where you've got a triangle, maybe you've got like a rectangle with a triangle missing and you have to like... Do you remember when they sold the middle of polos? Oh, yeah. And they were just mints. Yeah. Yeah. But that for Doritos. I so mean, you sell the template? I don't know. You've got Transformer snacks, which can either be a little man or a car. They're fun. Do they have like hinges? Uh, Do they transform? Can you drive the snacks? I think Transformer snack is a fairly grandiose name. It's just <laughs> two different kinds of crisps which sometimes fit together in the same bag. Uh, but still pretty neat. Why did you get my hopes up? Mm. I'm all poorly, and now I want a, a snack I can drive. I want a hydraulic-driven Transformer Optimus Prime crisp. I want a ready truck. salted flavor. I want a truck biscuit that's also. Truck biscuit. <laughs> I want a truck biscuit that's also my faithful robot pal. Truck biscuit is another one of our classic 1920s compliments. <laughs> truck biscuit. He's a hell of a truck biscuit. That one. <laughs> Gosh, he's a bit of a fiery truck biscuit. Legs all the way up. <laughs> Nothing but head, neck, legs. legs. Now, there's an 18-wheeler. <laughs> head, neck, legs, pistons. <laughs> Crispy corn coating. Caramel flavouring. No. <laughs> okay. Shall we fix some problems? Delicious. Yeah, let's see if we can do any better than... What's the CEO's name? Shall I find Mr. out? Mr. Dorito. Mis- <laughs> Donald Ito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don Ito. The Don Ito, Yeah. Uh, let's see if we can do better than him, because we're the professionals at this. Mm. Stick to dust, my man. Oscar, you got something for us? Yes, I do. This one comes from Clara Bear on Twitter, who says, Kate, I know this is totally first world problems, but I asked my dad to put together this salad for my lunch last night, and literally my only request was that he not put the dressing on because it would make it soggy, and that's exactly what he did, and I'm pretty mad. Salads were a really hard one to pre-prepare. A little bit, mm. yeah. I mean... Salads and sandwiches with any kind of salad filling, they're an, they're an inherently, I don't want to say damp, that sounds bad, but... It is the correct word. Yeah. They're a damp foodstuff. They, so are, they are 90% water. You can't, uh, you can't prepare mm. a salad the night before. Lettuce is probably the biggest culprit. Mm, always. Yeah. Whatever crunch you may have had at 8pm the night before... The next day at midday is just nothing. And, and it also comes into the order in which you stack up lettuce-based ingredients in a sandwich. Oh, yeah. Because mm. if you put lettuce on the bottom, you've fucked your day. Because that's one wet bit of bread and then a dry, dry rest of your sandwich. Bread. Yeah. This is why you have a cheese buffer. That's a good buffer. Cheese buffer or like a meat or meat substitute butterfer. 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 <laughs> butter. Or, or butter. Butterfer. That's a another butter, one. A butter, bu- butter buffer. Betty bought a butter buffer. And then you... she had a bad salad. <laughs> what a bad... Yeah, don't put butter on your salad. I mean, you put <sighs> sauce that's kind of buttery on a salad. Yes. I suppose so. What is... Not what is a salad, but... <laughs> what, what is a salad? What are the component parts of a salad if you do have to pre-prepare it that you could pre-prepare? Lettuce is a no-go. No. Leaves. Leaves are fine. Lettuce is kind of a leaf. Lettuce is sort of a leaf. But, no, but things like leaves. spinach, spinach rocket. rocket. Yep. Leaves. Grated carrots. Yeah, carrots. that's absolutely fine. Uh, tomato. Ooh, now, tomato, no. if you slice it, not, no, no, no. Uh, no whole tomatoes, stop that. Cherry tomatoes. They're fine. I like or it. whole beef tomatoes in the salad, also yeah. great. Where are we landing on cucumber? You can't whole slice cucumbers, cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One whole cucumber. Imagine, maybe that's the issue. You just can't cut anything. Yeah, just, whole, just wholesale salads. You open it up like, 
Oh, what'd your dad make you? I made me a peanut butter and jam sandwich. What'd your dad make you? And you just like hoist this giant sack on the table. <laughs> you made me a salad again. Okay, what'd you get this time? So we've got three heads of lettuce. <laughs> I got two whole cucumbers, a punnet of tomatoes. Uh, there appears to be a gallon of sauce and uh, a loaf of crouton. <laughs> <laughs> so just bread. Yeah, but, but like it, stale bread. It's really stale. Oh. Yeah, it, it's an entire loaf of bread that's been deep fried. That's something so innately <laughs> uncomfortable about just an enormous dry bread. Like a bread that looks like a loofah. Croutons, oh. though, they can be too dry. Yeah. So maybe we use the latent power of the crouton. There's a balance. To find balance. Yeah. So this is what I was going to ask. Like, the problem isn't about the preparation of the salad so much as it's the fact that, like, she's opened it up to discover all this excess moisture. Mm. So we need a way of basically sucking it all up. Are you saying use the crouton like a sponge? Not like a sponge. You know how you get, like, silica gel? Yes. Yes. So... Silica not gel. silica gel because that's <laughs> but there's warning there's one instruction on all silica gel packets do not eat yeah and I, I know i know i've only tried once um <laughs> i've also tried once <laughs> wait did you actually try once no. okay well i did <laughs> <laughs> and what happened i mean it wasn't a good time i'm fine did you bite or did you just swallow i well i i you know when you get like a little packet of salt at a fast food restaurant oh yeah. you didn't tear it open and i pour. okay well I, I wasn't just gonna go and eat a bag of something paper blind i wanted to know what i was i was eating mm. and then after seeing kind of clear little balls of whatever silica is i went yeah that's probably fine soapy that's the word i'd use to describe mm. it i can imagine so i mean i would have felt like more of an edit if i'd used it to season something so it's weird that they put do not eat on silica gel because that just makes you want they to don't put it. that on any other piece of packaging <laughs> which they should cause... they're not like polystyrene don't eat it don't, eat, don't eat this Big sheet of plastic. It's like a glass bottle. Guys, don't. Guys, eat come it. on. And then silica gel. It's like, no, this is the line. No, but seriously, though, don't eat this. This is where government regulation has to step in <laughs> and say these perfectly clear bald things that came with your TV are not pre TV snacks. I mean, we're laughing now, but the Tide Pod challenge is a thing in this day and age. Mm. Look at what's happened. Is that still going? It I don't know. can't be. So, how are we solving this episode? Anyway, so what I'm, what I'm saying is silica gel, no go. We, we've all read the warnings. Croutons, however, small spherical croutons that you can sprinkle into your soggy salad. Crouton gel. Crouton gel, yeah. Oh, God. Bread gel, gel, but just like balls. But just little crunchy bread balls. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way that you add like extra corn flour to mm. a sauce if it's a bit thin. They're like bread bearings. Yeah. Bread bearings. Bread rings. No, that's... No. It's like, I'm imagining like, you know, blind baking beads. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm imagining that kind of thing, but made entirely of dough. Mm. So, so it's, like it's stale dough. Like a really big jar with a, a lid with little holes in the top that you can just sprinkle onto something. Yeah. Kind of like a Parmesan shaker. Yeah. But mm. just with bread. Pourable bread. Pourable. Let your mind get around that for a second. Pourable, I mean breadcrumbs. Yeah. Pourable bread. Stale breadcrumbs. <laughs> the first thing that anyone's ever heard. First, you heard it here first. Bread that you can chew. Get your chicken, put some egg on it and some batter, and then cover it with pourable bread. <laughs> Bake it Trust in the oven. me, it's going to be good. The colonel will agree with you. I like that idea. Like, that that sucks up most of the excess moisture. It mm. doesn't ruin the taste of the salad. No, because you're just adding crouton. Yeah. Which is like the 10 out of 10 part of a salad. Yeah. It's the only nice part of a salad is yeah. bread. It's either the bread or the sauce. And basically, if you eliminate the salad elements, what you have there is a sandwich. Yeah. What croutons do is make your salad more like a sandwich, which is something you want to eat. Yes, exactly. That's all all food is trying to do. It's trying to be Become the closest it's, it's trying to be the closest approximation to a sandwich, de facto the best kind of food. I mean that is a potential other fix that we can do. Simply always have emergency bread with you. And if you open mm. your salad and find it too soggy, scoop it all up, put it in the Turn sandwich and sandwich. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Have like a little pitta pocket always available. And then you just scoop it in. Now how are we packaging the pitta pocket? Uh, like a kind of, almost like an emergency exit on a train, like sealed behind glass okay. in case of sog, break glass. I mean, presumably that bread needs to be fresh. So Fresh enough. You're going to have to have someone replacing the pitta pocket. Every day. Every day. Yeah, there's a little, like, you can stick a key in it and open the glass safely okay. uh, to replace it when you get home. Which okay. are we, which are we preferring, pourable bread or emergency pitta? I mean, if the pourable bread was an emergency thing that was on the wall, like a fire extinguisher... <laughs> The size of a fire extinguisher as well. Does it have a nozzle? And yeah, does it yeah, come yeah, out yeah. that high power? You powered? have to stand yeah. six feet back from your salad. It's a pressurized, pourable bread canister. That's fucking perfect. Yes, the bread, the, the salad extinguisher. Yeah, the salad extinguisher. <laughs> perfect. 
<laughs> okay, I think we've done it. Okay, so what colour is it? Is it still red? Brown. It's green. green. <laughs> Surely it's green. green. I like green. I have it's for, for the salad. Yes. Mm. It's red for fire, so... And yeah. that's red, yeah. Fire is red, salad is green, and those are the things. Those are all the things you can extinguish. Those are the two things that you can extinguish, <laughs> Although, salads if, and fires. What if they've got like a salad that's based with like carrot or sweet potato or tomato, and they try and use the, the red one? Because they've been told. <laughs> Just go with colour. I only know colours. Then they're going to have a very foamy salad, but mm. it's probably going to sort the moisture out. There you go. in a different direction. Mm. Sorted. Cool. Lovely. Salad extinguisher. See, <laughs> Donito, it's not that hard. Not at all. Come on, Don. Sort it out. Right. I have one here, which was actually sent to our email address, fwscast at gmail.com. Oh my God, that's us. That's us. Uh, it comes from Parker Duelius, who says... Sleeping in the bed with my wife and always on the same side has ruined me. Now when she's not there, I can't fully enjoy the vast expanse the bed truly is. And I'm instead psychologically confined to just my side. Uh Uh-huh. I have this. 100%. I entirely have this. What's weirder for me, however, is the fact that I adjusted to my side of the bed years and years and years ago simply for the fact that at home I had two single beds pushed together to form... A massive double bed. Oh, however, wow. However, they were at different levels. So you had to climb from one bed to another. It was not ideal. So I kind of, I adjusted to the bed that I liked. So now that I'm in a double bed, I sleep on that side naturally. Mm. When my girlfriend is here, that's her side. So I then struggle when she is here because I'm not used to it. It's very bizarre. So when so when she's not here, you'll go to what when she is here is her side. Yeah. Because that's your side the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Which side of the bed is this? I can't visualise it. Uh, next to the wall, the left-hand side. Okay, cool. Okay. Now I know. So in your situation, it's not so much a my side, her side. It's more of a my side. best side <laughs> and second best side. What's wrong with the other side of the bed? It's I, not the best side. It's I just mean, not what I'm used it's to. It's just not what you want. I yeah, get but that, I can entirely empathise. You do feel contained. You never... What kind of a monster sleeps in the middle of a double bed by themselves? Oh, but you can be all like spread-eagled. Yeah, but that's not com- That's not how you sleep. No one's ever walked in on somebody sleeping and gone, oh, they look so peaceful, I'll leave it. When all four of their limbs are spread out to the furthest corners of the bed. That's yeah. not how you sleep. As if they've been tied to the respective bedposts, like each limb is touching a different corner exactly. of the bed and they're just... Regardless... The having said that though the the full use of the bed is not necessarily confined to your sleeping position go on okay so say you're lying on your back i'm, I'm there you're I'm with me, me? yeah so on your back yes in the bed yep lying down yep this is on, getting sensual you're kind you, of like you're... <laughs> walking me through things close your eyes imagine a stream um you're on your back and you want to roll onto your left yep so you do it that's fine okay now your face now you're next to the wall Okay. What if you then want to lie on your front? You can't roll left anymore because you're yes. going to hit the wall. Yes, you can. You can You can happily rotate your body without moving. Yeah, it's but not as comfy though. Easily. Easy, like full, we're going like peak ease. You can't peak ease roll onto your front when the wall's right there. If you're in the middle of a massive bed, you can keep rolling to whatever side you want and you'll never reach the edge. I mean, you'll eventually reach an edge. Eventually. <laughs> you'll, you'll reach an edge in 1.5 rolls. But you're able to get to any lying position without having to do that shimmy that we all hate. Here's what I think. Bed tube. <laughs> now that's not that's not that's visual not... content showing people sleeping in beds. That okay. is where as as it is now, a bed is a big flat rectangle of a surface. You take both of those edges up and you curve them into a tube, which then rotates okay. around as you roll in it. So a treadmill. A bed, like, a bed mill. A bed mill. The bed mill. Because I mean, what you're describing there is the roll, because that's really all we want. We want the sensation of rolling to feel like they've gone somewhere else. But yeah. there's a finite amount of space you can do that in a bed when mm. you're on your own. When so you... you're saying the mattress is on a treadmill? Yes. The mattress is a treadmill. The, the, mattress, the mattress is, is a treadmill. But a it, comfy, springy treadmill. But it's not constantly going. It only goes... It's like you go. on an axis, so that okay. when you spin yourself... So this fixes spins. the problem of... I want to lie on my front without hitting the wall. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really fix the problem of which side is my side. It doesn't, And it doesn't fix the problem of I feel uncomfortable, like, not being able to use the rest of my bed when my partner is not there. Mm. So I actually, I like coming back to your double single bed thing. Yeah. I, th- I think modular beds might be the way to go. I think so. So, you like, you know how you can get beds with remote controls that kind of bring the headboard up mm. and down? This time, there's just a kind of chasm, like a San Andreas split Mm. in the middle of the bed. And it's completely even by default. But if you find the buttons, you can just raise and lower these certain functions so that there is no more choice. You have a single bed. You are done. You are ready to sleep in this position. Yeah. 
Or it takes the other half that you're not using and cuts that in half and puts one half on each side of you so that your quote-unquote side of the bed is now in the middle. So it's like a Rubik's Cube. Like a Rubik's (laughs) Cube of sleeping. That has really boggled my brain. Right? And it also is quite concerning to me. Are you saying you are then trapped in the bed? Not trapped. You can get out. You can get out if you try. (laughs) I wouldn't recommend it. What you're saying is like... The right-hand side... Of, say you sleep on the, the left-hand side of the bed. Yeah. The right-hand side comes and folds over you? No, no, no. So the, the right-hand side will break off. Bre- break off? Break off. Okay. Shatter. Um, <laughs> and then half of that right-hand side will then be placed on the left-hand side of your okay. bed. Okay. How is it getting there? Robotics. <laughs> More detail. It's all on hydraulics, and it's a whole thing. So it's like, like Wallace and Gromit level of okay. bed... Lots of cartoon yeah. hands. So let me just run through a scenario. You're settling down to bed. It's been a really long day. Mm. You realize you can't get comfortable because your partner's not there and you're, you know, you're sleeping on one side of the bed and it's a bit weird. You decide, I'm going to test out the new gizmo. Yep. You... Yeah. <laughs> I'm already Wow, asleep. I'm so yeah. relaxed. That's, that's just the warm-up noise. That's, that's, it, that's, that's it booting up. Yeah, that's you like taking the cover that's in yellow and black stripes off mm. the button. Oh, says, I didn't think of the covers. No. <laughs> you can't accidentally fall onto it. No. Uh, so you then press the button and just an enormous... <laughs> it starts erupting as a half a bed. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I'm so serene and peaceful. So, maybe it's your tone of voice. (laughs) I don't know what it is about this, but I get the sense you're not really on board with this idea, so that's fine. Let's revisit the bed mill. I I kind of do like the bed mill. Um, So what happens if you're using a bed mill with two people? Oh, you don't use it with two people. It's like a, it's like one of those bingo ball machines. You just end up bouncing off each other. That wouldn't work. Okay. Wait, so you're saying that it's just a big sphere that you're constantly at the bottom of, like a lotto thing. But it's soft. Soft sphere. See, now this just means get a new bed. I I, I don't think that's, that's a fix for this. A fix for this has to be work with the bed you've got. Okay. And I think the simple thing is a pillow fortification down the middle. Make your make your trappings because like it's a psychological trapping. He can't leave his side. Yeah. He's stuck there now. So manifest your psychological issues in the real material realm. Yes, but soft. Is that so healthy? <laughs> soft, soft and comforting. So if you do happen to roll over to that side, there's just a big wall of cozy. Or you go the other way. You're going for the carrot. I'm thinking of the stick. Get a body pillow that is pointy or hot to the touch. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying erect like a wall of spikes. You're probably not going to roll over that no, much. No, it's a deterrent. Human hedgehog. Yeah. What about, okay, in that case, let's combine all of these ideas together, y- trying to use systems that stop you from rolling on the other side of the bed. It's bed roulette. Okay. You could roll over and find the comfort. You could find the nice pillow wall. Yeah. Okay. You could roll over and that side of the bed breaks away rotates back around and puts you back where you started. Yeah. You could roll over and there's just a big wall of porcupine pins. Yeah. You don't know which one's coming out of the six or seven that you bought the bed with. So you just stay affixed to your side. Unless you're a risk taker, in which case... Well, just, I had the I had the pillow wall last night. Yeah. I like my odds here. Okay, I think that's... I think that's a... No, no that's a pretty diplomatic way of getting... I mean... You're Maybe all, the bed mill is a setting you can activate. Okay, so, but instead of, what I'm thinking is instead of a big tombola that Oscar has suggested. A massive tombola. Uh, yeah, it's a room-sized tombola. Size is the issue, as, <laughs> as with all of these. No, what I'm thinking is just a regular mattress that does have a treadmill function side to side. Okay, just yeah. a regular mattress with a treadmill function. Yeah, yeah. just a normal, just everyday a mattress that's a treadmill. Box standard. I like that. The bed mill is surely the way to go. Yeah. The bed mill. The bed But mill. it's a setting that you turn on. Yes. Yeah. When your partner's not there, you activate bed mill mode. Yeah. And maybe it's a button at the bottom of the stairs. So ah. you press it and you're like, I'm going to bed. And the sign's like, warning, is is you alone? Um, <laughs> so you switch the switch off to turn the lights off downstairs, but you also switch the bed mill on. Right. And then by the time you've got upstairs, you haven't had to hear all the clanging. And it's reached terminal velocity. It's reached terminal velocity. Pun intended, in that you might die in this treadmill bed. Yeah, the death is there. Yeah. Good. It's been a while since we've done a deathly one. Mm. 
And this one came out of nowhere. <laughs> it really did. Well, there we go. I hope that was a, a good enough fix for you. Thank you for emailing. Watch Let's out, Parker. Me. Death will be swift. <laughs> but comfortable. Swift and downy. Right. Tom. Yes. Let's have one more from you then. Uh, okay, this one comes to us from DiddleDD on uh, Reddit. <laughs> Thank you very much, DiddleDD. Uh, who says, uh, I've got to watch 10 or so joggers pass by with their brilliant physiques while I'm sat here having my breakfast cigarette. <laughs> breakfast cigarette? I've heard of a breakfast muffin. I've now, I'm no nutritionist. Breakfast burrito. <laughs> Is a breakfast cigarette just made of egg with bacon inside? Now that... Is he thinking of a breakfast burrito... But it's really small. No, it's really small, and, and he's accidentally set it on fire. And he's cooking it with a lighter from one end. <laughs> now, hang on. Let's not let's not poo-poo the idea. <laughs> Teeny tiny breakfast burrito. You could have a vegetable, like a vegetarian one that's a breakfast joint. Yeah, it's just what's just a really small tortilla with, I guess, cabbage in <laughs> yeah, it. Just like lettuce, like le- like let like nice seasoned lettuce. Two grains of rice. Like maybe some pico de gallo. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. That you just smoke all up for breakfast. <laughs> just smoke it down. <laughs> smoke down that tasty breakfast cigarette. So this is, I think, a problem with the fact that they don't want to be reminded with how unhealthy their lifestyle is. Mm. And these joggers are just flaunting it. They are mm. just running past, showing the world how beautiful they are. What I'm proposing here is a system in which you don't have to see beautiful people anymore. Ooh, okay. So a filter... Essentially, a reality filter. But it's, not even, it's not even beautiful people. It's it's lifestyles that are better than yours. Yes, people that are rubbing their health in your face. Exactly, and you can. That's the thing. You could turn it on whenever you need it. So you can see beautiful people when you're at the gym for motivation mm. or uh, on TV, because otherwise you wouldn't be able to watch any TV. But you just need it on at breakfast because you want that cigarette. You're craving it. But then these early morning joggers are making life a living hell for you. Mm. So how would it work? Maybe it's not about blocking them out because i feel like that's going to be a lot of processing power maybe it's about making your routine look as though it's healthier than their routine oh how do you make cigarettes look healthy maybe they're made of kale maybe they're emblazoned with low fat on the side (laughs) because that's not wrong maybe it says not a cigarette down (laughs) the side of it uh you said low fat cigarette implying there's such a thing as a high fat cigarette well, yeah, have you not have you not had a, a lard stubby? Have you not had that before? Oh no, tubby I... stubbies we call them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, tubby that's, a, that's... <laughs> what can you do with a cigarette? Inherently, incredibly unhealthy to make it look. Can you disguise it? What else produces smoke that is healthy? Incense. Okay, so why is incense in your mouth? That's the trouble. <laughs> well, hang Maybe on. it's a series of reflective mirrors that make it look like the cigarette is or, down lower. Or you disguise yourself as an incense burner. <laughs> <laughs> so rather than sitting on a bench, cigarette in hand, you lie on the floor in an yeah. ornate box. So people just see smoke coming out and go, that's a very large incense box, but... Okay. It's, it no it smells of cigarettes. It doesn't smell great. <laughs> it's also, I can't, it's very large. It's person-sized. But if it looks like an incense burner, it doesn't smell like an incense burner, but I guess it must be. <laughs> the, the, the fact is, the fucking, you've, you've just done this worse somehow, because now all the joggers are going to stop and come and look at you, and you have to lie there motionless, watching their beautiful uh, frames, and they just go, oh, this incense box stinks. No, no, no. It's you're, a power move. You're, you're, you're forgetting, Tom. What's the one thing a jogger can't do? Stop. Because mm. then... If you see a man-sized incense stick, you, you stop. You, you got cause to run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not going to stop and slow down your jog for that. You know what? Fuck it. Don't change your habits. Change the way you think about them. Okay. You're having a cigarette as part of the morning and you feel like those joggers are judging you. Mm. No, no. You judge those joggers. You scare them away with your cigarette. Be more unhealthy... And use yourself as a motivational platform for them, rather than them being a demotivational platform for you. So, talk me through how this would work. So, a jogger runs past a relatively normal, healthy-looking man having some water at breakfast. Is he wearing shorts? Yeah. How short? Yeah, how short? Uh, Just above knee length. Okay. It's not that short. No. Yeah, but it's autumn, so... Exactly. Ah, fair enough. Mm. Full shorts. Uh, So... 
they don't run faster. They don't run slower. They're fine. They're boring. They run past somebody who looks obscenely beautiful. They probably run a little faster. That's or, a bit of motivation. Or slower because they want to get an Eiffel. There you go. However, the entire other way, you, they run past someone who is simultaneously eating four Subways, smoking a cigarette, downing a bottle of Coke, and is somehow smothering themselves in butter. They run fast. Yeah, I mean, I think if you see that, you're going to, yeah, you're definitely yeah. not going to slow down. You're definitely not going to remain at pace. You're going to yeah. pick yourself up. Lean into the villain of the piece. Turn heel. <laughs> like, actively be the anti-jogger. Scare them off your premises. Be old man crotchety. Okay. You're the anti-hero to their exercise plan. Exactly. Mm. You're the antagonist. Antagonize. Smoke more. Smoke <laughs> Take more. Take up cigars. Smoke more whilst playing the fat guy song on a tuba. <laughs> Are you still in the incense box, though? <laughs> well, naturally, you're in the incense box. You've got to mask. You've got to mask your habit. You're ashamed. Because if you've got like a sort of slender style jogger running around, they hear a knocking on wood and turn around. There's just an incense box appeared behind them, <laughs> smoking like 15 cigarettes, <laughs> but looking really angry. Like, go on, then, run! I've got sandwiches in here. You can't see them on account of the box. <laughs> I can have anything. <laughs> The unknown is the fear. <laughs> run, run from it. Yeah. Pick up your speed. The unknown is coming. <laughs> is that what this fix is called? The unknown? The well, unknown. no, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to have like a jaunty feel. So we can call it the fun known. Okay. So the joggers aren't terrified of you, but they're a bit like, ooh. Oh. This, okay, so it's like this slapstick is, villainy. So this is the thing. So you know how a few episodes ago we invented a delightful system in which uh, you could check on an app to see who had free time and you could meet up and do chores for them or mm. see what you could do. All right, tick, tick. This, tick. this is our, a new system in which there are GPSs available for all joggers running. I mean, they already are, right? They're using Strava, they're using my Runkeeper, they're using something. Their, their route's already on there. You can see them coming. You sign up to this app. The fun known. The fun known. Run known from the fun known. <laughs> no, yeah. The run known. That's even better. Run known is good. The run yeah. known. So basically, the joggers start their run. And they get told where the villains are. <laughs> <laughs> and it's up to the villains to try and, like, kind of manoeuvre their routine into the point where they can scare joggers. Okay. I mean, obviously, the, the clock on the, the villains isn't going to be real time because you don't know exactly where they are. It's just, here's where the villain was yeah. 10 minutes ago. Exactly. Like a heat map of like, so, where they could so be. So the <laughs> villains get exact data on the runners. Yeah. yeah. The runners only have last known location. Okay. Okay. So, so we're going from cops and robbers to stop some joggers. Yes. Okay. Very, very nice. Now, naturally, this can go in a myriad of ways. You can simply loiter on the corner with your breakfast cigarette and just yell boo at people and flick ash at them. That's fine. That, yeah. that can be Dildiddy's thing. Mm. If you want to get weirder, by all means, <laughs> get the incense box out. Yeah, that's... A... Chase people in it. Maybe it's a... Not a mech suit, but... Okay. <laughs> Like I mean, an you'd exoskeleton. Run. The incense mech suit. Where you have to stand in a certain position to make it look like an incense yeah. holder. See, what we've done here is make people feel less terrible about their habits, while simultaneously made a jog better. Nobody runs faster than people who are afraid. Mm. No, nobody runs faster than someone with motivation. Exactly. And that's what this all boils down to. It's motivation. Motivation to get away from these very questionable characters just bad people or motivation to avoid the big fat guy on the corner eating four subways smothering himself in butter smoking three cigarettes at once exactly mm. like the best thing about this for me is pokemon go style we've got these unhealthy nasty people out of the house because they're gonna find such innate joy in scary joggers they're gonna go find them yeah you can't scare anyone on a mm. jog from your living room no nope. you, you well not effectively anyway exactly you'd have to make a big spectacle if so oh yeah but yeah, we've somehow fixed the joggers, the smoking, and the smoky. Well, that's quite all purpose, really, isn't I it? I think so. The there run known. The run known. The run known. Scooby Doo's doing our adverts. Yeah. Oh, that's just. Not the no. company that made Scooby Doo. No, him. No, him. Scooby Doo exactly. is directing. <laughs> he, he has a vision. He's not in the adverts. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's just got an eye for them. He's, yeah, he's a good character. Cool. So I think that's about enough of problems that we found. Let's move on to something a bit more positive. But better, the section of the show where we take ideas from us, our own brain, and give them light to fix a problem that might not even exist yet. Something you might not even have thought about, but it's here. And it is called Voicemail Plus Ultra Edition. So this is my suggestion. Okay. okay. I can't quite remember what it is. Oh, that's good. Is the thing. That's great. Um, mainly because uh, I put 
quite a lot of suggestions in the hat all at once and they were all over the course of about 10 minutes so they've all kind of bled together mm. i believe what this is is i uh got a voicemail that came through and it didn't tell me the time it didn't tell me the date as they usually do it was mm. just a mystery message okay and i don't really understand how or why or what was going on couldn't make head nor tail of the actual voicemail couldn't mm. understand any of it and then when it was gone it was gone i couldn't work out what was going on at all. I couldn't access it again for some reason. This voicemail had all but disappeared. And I realized voicemails are intrinsically not a particularly great system. But you know what kind of works sometimes? The robotic voicemail systems that corporations have. If you'd like to do this, press one. If you'd like to do this, press Mm. two. Yeah. What if you could set up your own voicemail style labyrinth to kind of funnel people's queries or most frequently asked questions into certain categories. Okay. And you could have a notification for each one coming through. Yeah. Like, oh, you've got a missed voicemail from work regarding your most recent project. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. You have a missed call from Dave. He is drunk and it's 3 a.m. That Mm. goes in the red category. You have 20 missed calls from some company who keeps thinking you're called Jonathan Cake and want to try and sell you PPI or something. Exactly. Everyone's got that, right? That's a thing for everyone. For this week already. So there's. this is what I'm proposing. A modular system in which you can customise your voicemail experience to Mm. everybody. Mm. Now, what other features need to be present in Voicemail Plus Ultra Edition? Well, my, my approach to voicemails or missed calls is if I miss a call from someone and I don't necessarily recognize the number, it's not a contact I have saved, I, like I'm sure most other people, will go, well, if it's important, they'll call back. Mm. And so I do nothing. I think the idea of Voicemail Plus, if it's, if, it, if it's a call that you're not likely to receive again and it was like a missed opportunity... A good feature would be this number isn't going to call again, but you might want to put the effort in if it's one you don't recognize because you don't have a caller ID on everyone. So I think knowing the urgency of it is important. Mm. So maybe a rating scale from one to nine. Yeah. If it's like just someone calling because you might happen to be nearby and they thought maybe they could see you at some point, that's not... That's that's a a three. That's a three. So eh, don't worry about it. However, there's a there's an issue with this. The voicemail will be like, on a scale of one to nine, how important is your call? Nine. Everyone everyone clicks nine. Everyone is calling you for a reason. Then you got to yeah. prove it. Oh, <laughs> that's the next stage. Then you got to prove. Yeah, you click nine. Really? <laughs> Are, Are you, you sure? sure? Maybe the rating is assigned by the voicemail app. Oh, okay. So they get given the information needed. Like press one if this is regarding a family matter. Press mm. two if it is pressing. Press three if you need response within forty eight hours or whatever. And so then it goes, oh, well, this is like a six. It's about the mum, but she's fine. She just wants help with the painting. (laughs) That can wait till the weekend. That's not a bad idea, actually. So maybe Voicemail Plus is kind of a service that delivers you your voicemail with all this extra additional information. Mm. And you can, you know, you can assign contacts to it that are, you know, uh, people you work with regularly or your parents or, you know, loved ones or friends or anything else like that. So they'll automatically bump themselves up in the ranking so yep. completely unsolicited calls will from questionable numbers that call lots you know like call centers or like just people that have the wrong number or anything they'll mm. automatically get demoted demoted unless they're willing to go through the labyrinth that you call it system of explaining why they're calling and why it's important yeah uh so if you are getting a call from like your mum or something and so you said oh she just wants some help with some painting you, that that'll re- lower it. Whereas, like, it's mum and the goat got out, <laughs> then that's gonna go higher. I like labyrinth implies that there's a lot of weaving questions on the way yeah, to your family, and a lot results. of false endings. So maybe if it's your family, you don't have to bump them up in the rankings. They just know the the shortcuts. Yeah. Oh, nice. The okay. fast tracks. You, they know if they say this isn't important, but in the next question they say, oh, it's regarding a certain specific subset of thing. Like, I do ah. like this. I see. This idea of being able to give the loved ones code words so that yeah. they can kind of fight their way through the jungle of questions that's coming. Mm. Whereas a corporation calls you up and they're trying to sell you PPI and the first thing they have to do is just like, what is Tom's favourite food? Mm. It's like, uh, uh, yeah. What's his opinion on tartan? <laughs> Answer one for hell yes. <laughs> Answer two for acno. <laughs> Answer three for tartan. <laughs> It can't be that. It's too easy. It's too neutral. Really, what's the answer? The answer, the secret answer is number four. It just plays bagpipes. Oh, I like just secret answers that aren't mentioned. Yep. Yeah. So is this A, business, or B, leisure? And they select three, 
which I didn't say one or two, but yeah. one, <laughs> they select three, which is a smart move. <laughs> three, ah, you've selected secret option number three. Call back soon. <laughs> SOS. Yeah. SOS. Like, that's the thing. I really like that because it personalizes experience for everybody. Everyone can have their own codes. Everyone mm. can have their own setup. And it just makes it more fun because oftentimes I call somebody up and just hear, you have called the number 07718. Mm. Like, and it's just like, oh, it's boring. Mm. However, calling up and just be like, hey, it's Joel. I can't come to the phone right now, but uh, please you just fill out this questionnaire and uh, I'll, I'll get back to you when I can. Thanks. And the first thing that comes up is just like, you, you can customize it any way you want. You can mm. have music. You can have sound effects. I was just thinking music in the background. Yeah. It, makes it, it makes it a less, because it's quite a barren place to be, a voicemail. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking, like smooth jazz. I was thinking more the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music. The okay. tense drones. Yeah, make them, make them like understand the pressure of the situation. Yeah. I mean, that can be your voicemail. I'm going to have like chill like what lo-fi beats Muzak, yeah yeah but no that's that's what being on hold feels like then it's almost ruder yeah you want you want to try and force tension into this that's Th- true thing is though you so could... lots of like plucked strings and dun, 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 dun. timpani drums actually no i'm feeling mad max fury road soundtrack <laughs> instead see what i'm thinking is that you you do away with the questionnaire and the the quiz you just treat it as more of an endurance exercise. So <laughs> you go, hi, you've reached Oscar's voicemail. Um, I'm about to do all of the pokey rap. So if you can get to the end of it, I'll pick up the phone. I just go through all of it. And I obviously don't know it. So it's a good like five minutes long of me going, no, he's the wrong gentleman. Parley well, parley wag, other pot. No, hang on. Badoof, gotta catch them, gotta catch them all. Pokemon. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be, I'll answer the phone now. So I've just been sat there the whole time going, man, okay, they really want to talk to me. Hello? Man, they got to the third verse. All right, fine. Yeah. Mm. The, um, Credit I, credit's due. I do like that. One thing that has me intrigued, however, is the idea that we've all touched on this idea of the personalized messages of, hey, it's Tom, you've reached, uh, I'm sorry I haven't been able to get your call. Mm. Uh, could you just give me a call back? What if we do stages? So you record lots of messages and voicemail plus will dish them out in the correct response. So it's almost like you're having a conversation with people. They might not have to leave a voicemail at all. Okay. So this idea that you can just say, like, leave your first one as hello, and then they'll say something like, regards like, hi, yeah, this is from uh, made uh-huh. up and made up insurers. Yeah, and you can just have. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, just give me a second. Can't can't go. Wait. Hang on, you dropped out there for a second. Sorry, right? I mean, hang on, I'll call you back, and then people that's already it. do this on their voicemail. Yeah, recording. but it's one long uninterrupted thing. Like this is now like a response you can save preset responses and have them coming out okay i'll say you're not trying to guess the gaps you're just recording in you're recording in as many variables as possible and the service will pick for you which applies okay are we not in danger of giving away personal information without you being aware i mean yeah that's the thing if if some scam bot calls you and Mm. it just needs you it needs recordings of you saying yes okay (laughs) of course and then cycling through all the numbers and then it just, mm. you know, pleases them together into a playback of your voice <laughs> and it steals your identity. And then that's how uh, iRobot that, happens. I was going to say that's Skynet, right? Yeah. iRobot, Skynet, it's one of them. It's not AI. <laughs> so Nothing's ever we're saying AI. personal information, name, address, you saying the word yes. It's all, it's all your equally, credit card information. Yeah. This is how I answer the phone. <laughs> Hello, Oscar Lillard, postcode, phone number, email address, digits of bank account. Okay, have a nice day. Okay, sorry, what did you want? And that's, <laughs> hmm. what, are we, what are we thinking? Any other features that we need to add? Anything you've been, been missing from your voicemail uh, experience recently? Um, maybe a function where they can give you information that they might not be allowed to otherwise. So I've been called quite a lot by my bank recently. And I've not got any of the calls because I'm never near my phone. And I come over, I've got a missed call. And the only thing they say in the message, because they're a bank, they can't just give out information like, oh, you're out of money in your account and you need to call us or whatever. They just go, hey, so this is this is the bank. Um, call us? <laughs> we miss you. Like, we, I want to I wanna chat about something. Because cool. And I'm like, hi, it's me, the bank. You up? <laughs> yeah, but then you call back and you go, hi, bank. You, call, you called? Mr. Bank? You've got, you? no, you've got no idea what they want to talk about yeah. because they aren't able to give that information over the phone without knowing that it's you. So maybe a way that they can call up and be like, hi, you've reached... Blah, blah, blah. If you're the bank, press four. So they press four and it's like, if this is about the fact that I have no money, please press two. And they press two. And then it hangs up. And then it like, hangs <laughs> up on you and you go, okay, thanks, I'll be in touch. 
I like that. And then yeah. when you get a message, it's like the bank called. They know you don't have any money. Yeah. yeah please call them about <laughs> the fact that you run have now. <laughs> and yeah. but don't go on this street because the the villains are out. I like it. Okay. Yeah. No, that's nice. That kind of tiered information. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Tiered information and uh, voicemail games. Voicemail games. Voicemail games. A voicemail can take a while to record. I get pretty bored pretty quick. Mm. And if I know, for instance, any time my mum tries to call me, she misses me. Any time I try to call my mum, I get her voicemail. I've Mm. heard the, hi, you've reached Madeline Lydiard, about (laughs) a thousand times. (laughs) I always know it's coming. It never makes it any less enjoyable. So I need something to make that process more exciting for me. Mm. Because I know my mum's never going to pick up. She always gets back to me, but she never picks up on the first call. Okay, so what happens now is you'll call her and he's like, you've reached a Voicemail Plus Ultra Edition account. Please enjoy this voice-activated game of Street Fighter V. Yeah. <laughs> Left. Uh, left, right, punch. Punch, 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 punch. Punch him. Punch, punch. Punch him hard. Pause. Punch kick. Hi, this is Oscar. <laughs> punch kick. Sorry. Oh, so like hold music, but it's a game. Yeah. Okay. So I've always felt that the problem with hold music is that I can't win it. <laughs> okay. Wait, maybe it's a kind of rhythm game in which you jam along to the whole music while it takes you through options. Yeah, that'll mm-hmm. look good when you walk past it on the street. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. Da 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 da. What da, hold da, music do you da, have? Da, da, um, it's jazz. Da 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 da. Yeah, and it just goes rank B score seven thousand. Yeah. Like, oh fuck! I did better yesterday when I called Joel. Yeah. So like voicemail bop it. Vo- oh no, that's exactly it. Like occasionally, instead of like putting you on hold, you get straight into the voicemail procedure. But occasionally, it will just yell a command, mm. and you just go jump, and then it just kind of you will use the motion sensor in your phone to know okay. if you've jumped or not. It's like Simon says, but on the voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. There's your voicemail. That's making voicemail more exciting for everybody. It definitely makes it more Keeping exciting. Keeping you engaged. Just, what is the purpose of your call? Duck right now! And you're just like, so mini know. games, um, tiered information, music selection, music selection, yeah, uh, labyrinth of questions, secret answers. Secret answers. It's all in there. It's all in there. All in the voicemail plus package. This is much more fun than voicemail. It is. Ultra edition wins out. And how, what's the pricing structure on voicemail plus? Jamster pricing. What, you accidentally opt in and you can never opt out and, yes. it's, five, and it's five okay. pound a day. And you opt in as someone to have this voicemail account for people to call you. Yes. Yeah. Although you can send it. So it's free to use if you're calling someone else with voicemail plus. But if you're oh. receiving, yeah. If you, if Actually, interesting. I really like that idea because you call someone and they go, you have reached a voicemail plus ultra edition account. Mm. And you're like, do you wish, to, do you wish to proceed? The charge is three pound per minute. And you're like, oh, fuck. Or, and then the first thing you do when you get in is waste all your time and spend all your money because you're playing Street Fighter. Or, coming back to the labyrinth, press 1 for the long arduous route to leaving your message. Press 2 and pay just one ninety nine oh. to immediately leave a message. <laughs> to yeah. get to get 50 voicemail gems. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely free to play. Yeah, it's defi- there's definitely a currency in there somewhere. Yeah. And I think maybe if you get Voicemail Plus for your account, you can maybe have like a buyback system where if someone calls you and they pay for gems, you get their gems. Then you get a month free or something. Yeah, you monetize your voicemail if you're the mm. kind of person that gets a lot of calls you're not around to receive. I love Ooh. that. Yes. It would be great for call centers. Take it, it would. to the business sector. You ring up, you know, you have to wait like half an hour, 40 minutes sometimes if they're busy. Yeah. Now you can pay gems to bump up the queue. Yeah. Your call is very important to us. Uh, Press three if you really want that to be true. <laughs> yeah. Press three if you believe that. It's like priority boarding. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. exactly like speedy boarding, yeah. You pay you pay extra and as soon as you've done it a couple of times, you go, okay, you know what? Mm. I've made my money back because that saved me so much time and so much hassle doing it. And then if you, you know, if you don't, as soon as your membership runs out and you go back to realizing how long a voicemail is because yeah. you're listening to, you know, you're listening to the entire of the Family Ties theme tune <laughs> on loop three times. And being constantly asked questions about tartan. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants that. that. Buy some gems. Buy some. Okay, so what we've done is actually made it far less convenient for everybody and monetized all voicemails. That sounds so. We basically annoy them into paying to leave a voicemail. Yeah, it's nagware. It's full on like, come on. Come on, you know you want to. It's like, you will leave a voicemail in four more questions. Uh, If you get one wrong, you've got to go back to the start and they're all shuffled again. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so Voicemail Plus is a free to play economy whereby you can bump yourself up the queue. You just got to pay. (laughs) <laughs> Give us the gems. The pay gems. to say. Pay to say. Pay, pay to say. A pay to say experience. Free to yeah. play. Pay to say. Pay to say. <laughs>
F two P P two S S. Foot 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 piss. Wait, foot piss. The new voicemail plus activated. Voicemail plus a foot piss experience. Yeah. Voicemail plus ultra edition foot piss economy. Foot piss products. Foot piss product for kids. I'm sold. Yeah. Okay, and with foot piss as a new system for Voicemail Plus, I think that about rounds out the show for us today. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today and you want to share around with a few more people, go do that. Uh, we've got iTunes links. We've got SoundCloud links. What was my catchphrase? Go on. Go on. No. <laughs> Listen. Get to it. That was Get it. To it. Oh, yeah. Get to it. That's another classic Joel. <laughs> yeah. yeah if, if I'm, you... I'm admiring your, your very handsome get to it tattoo you've got all the way across your face. <laughs> yeah. Get on the left side. It on the right side. The two, interestingly, back of the neck. <laughs> um, full face experience. <laughs> 3D immersive. <laughs> If, yeah, if you've enjoyed it, please do share around. It's the best way for us to gain a little bit of extra traction, help a few more people, make sure we are doing everything that we can to make the first world problem-free. We're really enjoying more and more of you sending in your own problems. Uh, thanks to Parker for sending one to us this week. He did so through our email address. That's fwscast at gmail.com. And you can do the same through the same email address or through our Twitter, which is fwscast or the Facebook page. Or if you know us, you can just say it to us. If you don't know us, those are the, are the other ones I said are the best way to do it, though. But if you've got any of your own problems that you think we could take a run at, let us do it. Go on. Get to it. <laughs> Joel's eyes were ablaze. He's angry as anything. No, I, no, no, no. This is, this is pride. <laughs> I owe him money now. <laughs> I owe him 50 gems. Oh, no. I'm never going to speak to my mum again. Uh, if you are listening to us on iTunes, please do uh, leave a rating and a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Do you like it? Do you not? What bits do you like? Just let us know. It really helps uh, give us an idea of what to do moving forwards and just makes our page really nice. If you are listening there, make sure to share the link around to everybody and click the subscribe button while you're at it. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problems. No problems.